Hey, this is Dan Savage from the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Garrett, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! In order for the magic to work, you have to truly believe in the magic. Hi, Magic fans, and welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts, the podcast from the Orlando Magic UK. And Lee Aziri. Uh, welcome to the Blues, shall we say. Um, we are joined this week by, as always, first of all, Mikey. How are you doing, pal? All right, mate. Thank you. And yourself? Very well, my friend. Very well. Thank you. And as always, from uh, just over the border in Wales, young Mr. G. How are you doing, Graham? Fantastic. Couldn't be better. <laughs> We're not talking to you. <laughs> I got this champagne ready as well. <laughs> and, and we have to say, in, in there was only one guest that we could really have this week. So it's Buenos Sara to Orlando Magic Italia, uh, Paolo Galli. How are you doing, Paolo? Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us. And congratulations on... Should we say the win? Oh, it's so yeah, bad. I know it's hard to say for you. I know, I know, I know. I, yeah, but congratulations, my friend. Uh, we really can't ignore it, can we? So, should we start by talking about the uh, the Euros final? How how yeah. was how was it for yourself, my friend? Yeah, I was like shocking the first thirty minutes of the game, especially after two minutes when Luke Shaw scored. It was a beautiful goal, I'd say. I have to say that. <laughs> but then after 30 minutes, we we played like we know. So it was a great game. I know the results is, is not the best for you, but it was a great game overall. So I was very, very proud of the Italian team. After 15 years, we, we won the World Cup 2006. And then the Euros was just something great for all the country, not just for, for football world. So, well... Mate, congratulations. Uh, I mean, for, for myself, I'm, I'm 53 and that's the first time I've seen England in a final. <laughs> so for us to actually get to a final is something I'd never witnessed before and uh, it was fantastic. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Didn't enjoy the result, didn't uh, enjoy the penalties. Mikey, what was your view on the penalties? Um, I don't know, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I think Southgate's been getting a little bit too much uh, criticism because at the end of the day if, if the three of them had come on and, and scored he'd be hailed as an absolute genius um, it just happened they, they missed the penalty I thought they sh- I thought we should have brought them on a little bit earlier but what do I know <laughs> do you know what I mean it's, when it goes to the penalties there's a coin flip which way it's going to go isn't yeah. it so yeah it's Italy with a better team over 90 or 120 minutes so yeah congratulations and over Thank to you. the celebrating uh, Valley Italian contingent there. <laughs> look at the smile, look at the grin on his face. I honestly, I just cannot believe just that we for... finished last week's pod with G on Forza Italia. And, oh, man. And you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you saw the hidden Italian flag in the background as well. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd not seen that until you pointed it out, which was very clever. outrageous. Although, uh, although we really didn't need to see your red underpants forming part of the flag. No, no, you didn't. No, and, but... and, and everybody listening, at the earliest possible moment this week, Garrett was like, I've got the ideal guest for this week. Let's get in touch yeah. with Paolo. Brilliant, yeah, brilliant guest for really, this week. Yeah, really Paolo good. and I were messaging each other on Sunday and England went 1-0 up and I said, come on, guys. 
pull your socks up. And he said, don't worry, it's cool. It's cool. We've got this. We've got this. And he, he proved me right. So, uh, <laughs> but, but the only thing I've got to add, though, is you guys have made the finals. And it's probably very unlikely that I'll see my nation make the final in my lifetime. So uh, at least you've got that over me. Which one? You got about uh-huh. six now, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> you went, mate. You went through more flags in that competition than I went through underpants in the week or oh, underpants in that ninety minutes. Oh. <laughs> I do oh, hope dear. you have more than two underpants in a week, Paul. Just as Danish oh, and the Welsh trip. Come on, you've got Wales, Denmark. Um, I'm sure that you were cheering for Germany at one point as well. Uh, I wasn't was. even paying uh, attention for England at that point. <laughs> you lying you, little so and so. Lying I'll through his teeth. <laughs> and Paul, you can stretch your pants by turning them inside out as well, can't you? So Exactly, mate. If it sticks mean? to the wall, then that's time to wash them. <laughs> right, move on. So, <laughs> on that note, so as we've already said, we have uh, Paolo joining us. So, Paolo, for those that don't know you could you uh just tell us a little bit about yourself please my friend yeah of course i'm paola i'm 27 and i'm from tuscany but i live in in liguria that is near tuscany i'm a data data analyst for a ppc company here based in tuscany uh, i studied at in florence for five years and i went to the uk like i'd say six times like two times in Exeter, in Devon, okay. and four times in London. I just love London. It's, it's, it's it feels like a second home for me. It's just yeah, when I um, when I get to 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 the to the meet to the metro and and the buses or stuff. It's like it's like being in Italy. So it's very simple for me. And yeah, I started the the Orlando Magic Italia community uh, two years ago. And I was in, uh, in the Erasmus project in Germany. Okay. And it was like, uh, I would say, yeah, I, I need to start it. Nobody already started in Italy, so why not? <laughs> so there we are. Yeah. yeah. So how, how did you become a Magic fan? What's, what's your yeah. story of Magic fandom? Yeah, I started watching ba- seriously basketball uh, in 2015. But before I was just uh, football, 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 football and all the stuff. Uh, but when I was a kid, my um, my dad bought me a mini hoop of the Orlando Magic, okay. and it was this one was useful to to select my team for for the NBA. So uh, from 2015, I'd say I started watching every single Magic game. I'd say, and usually I stay up at night because I was I was studying, so it was easy at the time. Yeah, but right now it's, it's kind of different. But yeah, I always uh, look at the, the games like uh, the, day, the, the day after. So so it's easier for me because it's, as you know, it's like four in the morning, three in the morning. And like three times a week is, is kind of different. It's kind of difficult to to stay up. So, but yeah. So it takes take some serious dedication to do that. We, we have yeah. some guys over here who do that and I don't, count myself as anywhere near one of those um, I, I managed to probably make the first quarter at the latest <laughs> yeah the national I'm probably lucky <laughs> yeah to be fair mate there have been times <laughs> <laughs> yeah all this, you, uh... all this struggle for, for, for the games like this year was, was not the easiest one I'd say last year was not the easiest one but I always have to watch the game and support support the team so 
I want to feel part of the of the game and the team. So stay up at light at night is is just different than watching the game the day after the day after. So to be really part of the of of the game and also the community on Twitter, like uh, following the game live, is different than watching the day after because of the comments that are real time. So it's kind of different. And yeah. but yeah. yeah, I watch basically eighty games this year. <laughs> so good man, good man. I like the dedication. <laughs> yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you been to any Magic games like in person? Never, never no. been to the US actually. Okay. I, like I wondered to, if yeah. you managed to cross to any of the London games or anything like that at any point. Not really. Uh, there was there were the Magic in, uh, against Toronto, I'd say, like yeah. 2016. It was or That's 17. Right. Yeah. 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 I wanted to come, but tickets were so difficult to take. So, but yeah, it was yes, wasn't there was a project. There was a project there. Yeah. Oh, well, something to look forward to, my friend. Something to look yeah, forward to. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Okay, so we'll we'll move on, and we'll we've got loads more questions for you, Paolo. Um, but we'll start off with the uh, weekly roundup of Magic News, and start by saying the coaching search is over. Orlando announced the new head coach is former Dallas Mavericks assistant Jamal Mosley. Uh, his hiring has been very well received around the league and with Magic fans. Uh, he's done a couple of. Uh, podcasts and the press conference so far uh we'll come to those in a little while as well uh unfortunately magic legend daryl armstrong has decided to remain in dallas as an assistant coach there that pretty much covers the magic news for this week so let's talk about jamal um how do you feel about the hiring of him as uh, the magic coach paolo I didn't know him so well, but um, when the, the the news come went from so we were like, yeah, we take uh, a good coach, I'd say. It's, it's the first actual uh, head coach experience, but it's like very, uh, he's in the league from from since like five, seven years, I'd say. So it's, I think it's a good hiring. It's a good hire, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we talked about him last week on the pod. Um, guys, how did you react to the press conference that he gave, Mikey? What was your reaction to it? Um, I think it was pretty straight talking, straight to the point. Um, I think I think if you listen, I'm just going to answer the question you, you had later on about the pod squad and that. And I think he come across okay, cool. a bit more relaxed when you listen to him on the podcast a little bit later and it was a bit more of a conversation rather than just getting questions fired at him all the time on, on the press conference. But um, yeah. Um, he talked about he's going to be a defensive first coach and we've already talked about all the player development and all that sort of stuff. Um, there's obviously been the video doing the rounds the last couple of days with Mo Bamba um, and, and him already out on the floor coaching him. Um, so I, I think we all, we can already start to see what he's going to be like, a hands-on coach in your face. He's not going to hold any punches. He's going to tell you how it is. Um, but... He's also going to be a bit more supportive. Um, one of the other things that he talked about on the pod um, was the balance of he's quite a fiery character and how he knows that he's going to have to temper that down a little bit when he's on the sidelines rather than okay. the player, especially like say if it's, you're in crunch time, um, you want somebody with a bit of a calm head in that time, but you don't want somebody who's going to be a bit, fiery and a bit ferocious so yeah I, I think he's aware that he's got some work to do with his own sort of 
coaching style, but obviously that's going to develop over the next few years. But yeah, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what it comes to in the next two, three years. But right now, it seems like a really good hire. Still positive on it, though. G, yeah. what about yourself for the uh, press conference? Yeah, I thought he came across very well. Um, I thought he was put in a bit of a difficult position, really, not having you know the media in front of him like uh, what we'd normally do in non-COVID times. Um, and of course, some of the media uh, guys had some technical problems, um, and you know he's just there, sort of sitting, waiting for it to be resolved. So you can see some nerves there, if you know what I mean. Um, but all his answers were, you know pretty good what we wanted he's determined to get in uh and get to work straight away some of the answers i thought were a little bit short um but as mikey uh, mentioned the other uh, podcast on with Woj and uh, the pod squad uh he sort of opened himself up a little bit more um but other than that uh, you know i'm very happy with the hire what he had to say uh and he's eager to get to work so you know let's just get him in and, and working with the guys are you liking seeing him on, on court, the video we mentioned already uh, with Bamba? Are you liking to see that, the coach being so hands-on? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Um, a lot of people have said it, that they couldn't see maybe Clifford doing that. Um, and they're probably right, in fairness. Um, but he, he just wants to get stuck in there. Um, he, he's a, he seems like a high-energy coach. Um, you know, he wants to get the best out of all the players. Mikey touched upon him being uh, maybe a little bit aggressive. We might have to watch those technical fouls and maybe get a couple of assistants uh, who are going to, you know, restrain him when calls don't go our <laughs> way if uh, Mark Davis is perhaps officiating our games. Um, yeah, he's, he's just got a chip on his shoulder, hasn't he? Um, so, and, and he's all even about... Out, even out of the season, you managed to have a go at Mark Davis, G. Uh, it's on, it's incredible. <laughs> I'm never going to change, mate. Um, and... <laughs> And like you said, though, it's all about that player development. And, you know, if he's in town and Bamba wants to work on his game, then I'm all for it, you know. Training camp hasn't started and everyone's, everyone wants to get better. So um, absolutely all for it. And uh, long may it continue. Yeah, cool. Paolo, have you watched uh, the or listened to either the Pod Squad or the Woj podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say... He needs to uh, to grow with us, with our team. We are a young team, and he's a maybe not young, but young in a, in a coach perspective. So he need he need to to step up with the guys and grow up with them, and also with the with the thing that Mikey was saying about his his stamp. So he need to stay calm, yeah, because we need someone on that is the head coach, that is one uh, person that is coming down the team. Well especially on crunch time. So we need a, a, like an, an older figure on, on, on the bench that can guide the young guys. But yeah, I think, I think it's, it's a good hire. You, you saw the video of him playing basketball in Australia, I'd say. He was a beast. Yeah. <laughs> Literally a beast. So that's, a, especially for, for, for Mo, I, I, I think it's, he needed that. He's he actually needed that. He's definitely got a chip on his shoulder when you, uh, especially yeah, when you, yeah. you watch some of his clips when he used to play. Um, yeah. But if if you if you haven't watched the pod squad yet, go back and watch it because uh, our friend George Galante at the start was uh, was was saying that he messaged Jamal to basically say welcome to the magic. 
looking forward to meeting you. And he, he typed in his name, Jamal, J-A-M-H-H-A-L. Is that right? Some, it was, it's close. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and he said an apple last minute changed it to J-A-M-A-L. So mispronounced mis- oh. it in the text and then responded with, damn, rough start. And then they all start <laughs> laughing. So you got to watch it. It's really funny. I've not, not had a chance to watch it yet. So I'm, and, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. that's why I'm not commenting about it. And, and, then, the, and then they were joking about um, about how how, it, how they're all focused on all the details and all that sort of stuff. You could, but you can see he's got a bit of a personality and a bit of sense of humour as well, which is good, which... That's good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'm I'm wanting to. I, I really like the video of him being on court so so soon after <clears throat> arriving, getting on court and working with Mo. I think that's really good. I think that's it's got to be good encouragement for Bamba in himself to say to see that somebody is already taking the time of looking at his development. Yeah. Um, it's it's giving an indication of something that we haven't had before in a coach who does want to get involved with the young players beyond just coaching them from a distance. It's actually getting on court and, and uh, involving himself with them directly. It's, I'm really excited by his hiring. Um, so far, everything I've seen and read about him has only made me grow in confidence as to the 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 sen- the sense of the of the higher right so higher. I'm really excited yeah. yeah really excited by him so let's let's move on for them from now um to the uh, guest section Paul, oh yeah one point one more point um, go on, mate. Willie Green has been um named the head coach of the Pelicans so um it doesn't look like Steve Clifford's gonna have a job this year so just an interesting um sort of thought on the assistant coaches they may sort of keep, you know, uh, Pat Delaney or Corbin around, um, just to, just to have a bit of, you know, continuity there. So this was something that was mentioned me last now. week, though, isn't? It? Yeah, no, great, mate. That's because that was something that was mentioned last week, wasn't it? That uh, um, would there be a possibility or a potential mm-hmm. of keeping one of the guys from the team already in position with? Whoever was the the new head coach, um, and I think there's there's got to be a good argument for that. We I think we spoke about it last week and said that to have somebody there for continuity for both the coach and the players who's already worked with them can only be a strength. Yeah. So well, yeah. One more name that I mentioned last week. Last week, Mike Brown. Yeah. Listen to the pod squad. Um, he, I think he hired. Mosley when he took over the Cavs after LeBron left. Okay. So that was part of the I didn't so explain why I didn't explain why I thought he might be a name to look after last week, but that was that was probably a crossover there. He's got experience of being a head coach. He's worked with Mosley before. So I think it might not happen, but we have I don't know if you guys have seen any names linked with us yet in terms of assistant. I've, coaches, I've seen nothing but, other than Daryl Armstrong. And yeah. obviously that's I think, but I think Ty Corbin, Mike Brown, somebody like that might be a really good second or, or assistant head coach for um, for Mosley. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Okay, so let's talk to Paolo. Let's find out a little bit about Paolo um, more than we already have done. So, mate, we we always ask people this: favorite player of all time and favorite Magic player on the current roster. Okay, we always like to know. So, all time. 
very old times, not really, but yeah, I'd say Penny. Penny was my favorite player back in the back in the nineties, I say twenties. And on the current roster, I'd go with I go with Jonathan Isaac. I really love the his style of play, his energy on on the defensive end, and all the improvements that he made on the uh, on the offensive side. So it's kind of interesting to see him grow, like uh, maybe this year and next year. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. And also, Alfred Payton is just a part of my heart, I'd say, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because is the was the um, the player that I uh, first noticed when when I started watching the the Magic games in 2015. It yep. was like the not the star, but was a good prospect at the time. I started following the Magic just a little bit before you, sort of 20, 2013, 14 sort of time. Um, and so I get exactly where you're coming from with Alfred, um, with the Magic. I had the pleasure of meeting him a couple of times um, when in the 2015 season. And he came across when you met him as being a really intelligent and friendly guy. Um, very, very thoughtful when you were talking to him. Um, and I've got a signed ball behind me from him which so I, I it's unusual to yeah. hear somebody else say that they've they've got a soft spot for Alfred but yeah I, I share yeah. that I was hoping I was hoping <laughs> things would work out better for him in New York than than they have done yeah so yeah, yeah. that's interesting that's good and, Mikey and, I, and I've got an Alfred Payton jersey upstairs so uh, <laughs> there you go you've got three people that liked him G you getting in on the on the EP bandwagon I do have an EP bobblehead do you Garrett yeah, I do. I do. In the old uh, grey sleeved uh, jersey. Yeah. The, the I'll bring it on next it. week. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's the one. Slightly off topic. Have you seen uh, Foco? I think it's called Foco Company. Have make it, uh, started making Cole Anthony bobbleheads with the with the City Edition stuff on. There you go. That's all. I had seen that, but it's it's a US Foco, isn't it? Because yeah, it like took me to the UK. Well. I know it took me to the UK version. I was like, where is it? So, <laughs> It's, yeah. it's like all the Orlando Magic uh, Space Jam stuff on the NBA store. Yeah. Non-existent. But there we go. Um, Paolo, what... So, J.I. is your favourite player on the roster at the moment. Yeah. Which player most excites you going forward, though, in terms of their upside and their potential? Yeah, I, I'd probably go with Markel, with Fultz. He's an interesting guy, I'd say. He went from nothing to, to proving people wrong right uh, last year and it was like uh painful to see him go down with the injury with with the bad injury and but now i'm like waiting him to to come back and stronger than ever so we'll see what the young core of of the magic will do in next year's so i'll be really hype about them yeah, cool um so, Paolo, as a Magic fan, what's your, been your favourite moment from your time following the team? So, it's difficult to, to choose one. I'd say uh, it, was a, it was a loss, but it was uh, basically my second game of the Magic, watching the, the Magic. And it was against the OK, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. And was the double overtime when Oladipo oh. went crazy and made like two buzzer beaters, crazy buzzer beaters, and incredible game. And then Kevin Durant, but 
<laughs> that's the story. And also the same year was against uh, Minnesota, I'd say was uh, at their home court. And it was also like overtime at the end of the game, I have lesson at, at the university. So finish the game, take my, take my, my stuff and go to the, to the university to, to follow the lesson. So it was, it was kind of crazy. We, and we won for, with the, with a Fournier uh, buzzer beater too. So nice. it was nice. very, very good. There's, there's no better feeling, is there, to wake up in the morning, watch the game, a buzzer beater. It just gives you a spring in your step for the whole Hell day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, That's of course. It's funny you said about the OKC game. That was the second game, the second Magic game I went to. Yeah, um, it yeah. Was, it was incredible to be in there. I, I actually, I, I virtually missed the Westbrook three pointer to take mm. it to overtime uh, because we were jumping around celebrating. Uh, yeah, of Oladipo's course. Three was that the um, one he hit off the backboard from the halfway, from the halfway, halfway line. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then and then Vic um, also hits another buzzer beater to take us into the double overtime. It was such a game, such yeah. a game. It was brilliant to be at. It really was. It really was. We've always had good um, games against OKC. Yeah, yeah. You think you think of? Uh, I don't know. If, it must have been about the sort of time you started following us when they had the uh, full length fast break with a heartless pass to um, Tobias Harris for the dunk right Harris, the buzzer yeah. as well. Yeah, that yeah. was another one. There was yeah. another one against OKC when Ibaka joined us and he hit a fadeaway to beat yeah. them in OKC in probably his 10th game back. Yeah. 10 out of how many? 30-something. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's always nice beating OKC because my brother's an OKC fan, so uh, bragging rights. There's nothing wrong with that. I wondered if you were going to go with uh, DJ's game winner against the Raptors in the playoffs of 2019. As your favorite yeah, moment it was yeah it was a crazy moment i was in in rome for like a period with the at the national Institute of statistics and it was i was streaming on twitch uh on my channel and i went crazy at like two in the morning it was it was a crazy moment and coming back to the playoffs like like that was was really 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 crazy it was it was a moment yeah. So you've already partly answered this question earlier on. So you're an extra hour in front of us in the UK. Yeah. So do you st- you said you stay up late most nights for games. Do your family wonder why you do it? Like why you like? Hey, yeah. We've all got friends and people like. Why do you follow basketball? Like why do you stay up yeah. to the early hours? And then when you start explaining about we're going to be up till like three four a.m. watching the draft in a few weeks, but it, people just don't make. It doesn't make any sense. You got yeah. the same? They do not realize nowadays. So it's like normal for me and say, why is staying up at like five in the morning <laughs> and then go to sleep and sleep two hours and then go to work? Yeah, it's normal for me. It's normal. It's, it's the passion that is driving me. So why not? <laughs> Good man. Absolutely. Good man. Yeah. Uh, so, Paolo, there's been many Italians in the draft, uh, in, the dra- in the NBA, sorry. Who's your favorite uh, Italian to have made it in, in the league? Yeah, probably I would go with Bellinelli because yeah. of his of his playing style and all the all his history with with the San Antonio Spurs with with Popovich. 
was when we he won the the NBA title was people in in especially in Bologna was uh, were celebrating because it's like like uh like Italy winning the the Euro Cup, not not to offend you guys, but uh. <laughs> it's something it's something crazy because we had like uh, three. Uh, three people. again. <laughs> <laughs> we had like four four players in the NBA, and and winning a title was was like crazy. And even this year with with uh, with Gallinari with Atlanta, uh, a lot of people rooting for him. Uh, was like a, a crazy experience for 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 all Italian because in meanwhile the national team was playing in the uh, pre olympic games so we had to go to the to the olympics after seven, uh, yeah 17 years so he will join he will join the the team in in, in tokyo so it will be pretty pretty fun yeah how, how do you think how do you think italy will do with uh in the Olympics, yeah, it would be I'd say difficult because in in the group stage we have like Australia, Germany, and Nigeria, and okay. our our American friends now know okay. that Nigeria is not messing around. <laughs> so yeah, but we have nothing to lose, so why not? Maybe we can we can go on after the the group stage to the knockout stage, and then it's a different like a different tournament so why not be exciting so, so how, we'll be excited yeah so how big is the nba getting to be in italy paolo in comparison to maybe you know Serie A? Mm. Mm, not really it's, it's not really big compared to to Serie A, but in the uh, i'd say last five six years the interest in the nba grew up a lot grew up a lot so uh, a lot of people start following the the games, especially. A lot, there's a lot of fans of the Lakers and Celtics, as always, and unfortunately the Heat. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say a lot, but the there's still a, a great majority of people that still watch only I'd say only Serie A and and football. So, yeah. See, would it? The following is obviously Italy have a, a rugby team, rugby union team that are perennial underachievers. Perhaps um, they don't really they're constantly getting the wooden spoon in the Six Nations, but yeah. and there's arguments about whether they should be relegated or not. I, I like I, <laughs> I love the Italian. I, I'm a rugby fan. I love the Italian spirit. The, the spirit that Italy play rugby with is phenomenal to watch. Doesn't matter yeah. how many points are down, they are still trying to play. Um, is it is it as popular as rugby, or is rugby still well in well in front? No, it's not. It's not that popular in Italy, just for the big games. But we always lose, so you know, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of usual that people don't follow because you know when you lose, you don't like to watch it. So that's one. <laughs> A bit like being an England fan, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the football, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. So we always ask this question, uh, again, of people who come on, and this is normally a G question, but uh, what's your favourite Magic jersey? I would go with the blue pinstripes. I'd say it's the best one. Uh, back in the, the Penny era, so... 
That was my favorite. But also, I, I like the uh, city jersey of that was last year. That was the black one with the orange. Uh, yes. Yeah. That Preaching was great. The converted. I love that jersey. Yeah. That's one for you, Paul. I, <laughs> See, the man's got taste. We all know Italians <laughs> dress well. So if yeah. Paolo's saying that that is a good jersey, I rest my case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, the one, the city edition of this uh, of last year was was great. I prefer like inverted colors, so uh, orange with like white stripes. I'd say it would be fire with that, but it's okay. <laughs> I think there were a lot of people wanted to see it as orange, weren't there? Yeah. 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 Who knows? We oh, might get it this year. Yeah, we might yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Paolo, what are your what are your hopes for the draft? Well, it's Huge difficult because yeah, it's a focal point for us, I'd say, this year. But um, it was unfortunate that we lost like two uh, positions on on the mock draft. So, with the fifth pick, I'd say we'll go with. I hope for a scorer. We need a scorer. We need a th- uh, people, a person that knows how to to shoot. <laughs> we cannot rely on on Ross every time. So we need another pure scorer. And we have people that can defend on the team and can pass the ball on the team. So we need we desperately need a scorer. And I'd say Jalen Green is is the one that we need, but. I don't know if we are willing to to go maybe to the second pick or third pick. I know the Cavs are interested in in Jonathan Kuminga, but yeah, I, I don't know if if it's worth it to to go to the maybe third pick and lose like RJ Hampton or maybe someone else, some of the young core. So let's see. I I hope for a scorer, just that, and even at the the eighth pick. I think it's the it's the peak where we where we can have a, a little bit of flexibility, so we can do maybe what we want. I think at the the fifth pick we will we will take the the best available that is on the top five players like Green, Mobley, and Cunningham. I don't think we'll go to the fifth pick, but yeah, <laughs> we hope to. We can hope. Yeah, we can hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it, you know, look, we spent the entire Euros hoping as England fans, <laughs> so we we live on hope at times, and then yeah, we let, know, then we then we settle back into the disappointment of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, have you uh, been looking at the draft much more this week? Have I been watching? Have you been looking at the draft any more this week? Not really. I've had a busy week this week. I've actually been working. Um, so Makes a change. I know. I know. And Lily's been keeping me on my toes. Uh, not really. Um, I think, like I said, there's there's a few rumours doing the rounds, like Paolo's already mentioned, about a few teams maybe being a bit interested in Kaminga a little bit higher up. Is that just smokescreen? I know he's been um, doing workouts. I think he was with the Cavs and the Raptors this week. So... I don't know. We'll see. It's it's going to shake out how it's going to shake out, isn't it? Um, we're we're in a position where we can throw stuff at teams, but unless they're willing to budge, then we're going to have to settle with the fifth pick, which I think's probably what we're all expecting at this point. So we'll see. And oh, uh, go on. I was going to say I've got one more off topic for you no, before we move on. What do you think? What do you think about the uh, Damian Lillard rumours then? 
I, I was actually just going to ask you well, about yeah. it. Yeah, go on, carry on. Go for it. Go for but, it. Um, I, I'm interested. I think it's very interesting. Uh, I would love to think that we could be in the conversation. Uh, we, I, again, I we're not going to. to be. No. I would love to think that we could be in the conversation, but we aren't going to be in there. Um, I think you, one of us, I think it was you, Mikey, was it, who tweeted out anywhere, but... Uh, yeah, anybody but the Heat, Lakers or Celtics. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care where he goes to. <laughs> I, I would personally, and, and this might be a bit controversial, I would like to see him play for the Warriors just because that's his hometown team. Well, was before they moved yeah. out of Oakland. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I would like to see him there. I, I also think Philly might be a, a really um, interesting spot if they partnered him with Embiid. I think Philly is... They, they, as you look at it on the face of things, they can instantly make a good deal. They can come up with a good deal. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you guys. So the Philly, Philly, the Knicks, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Heat, and the Celtics were the big six, um, according to the uh, the bookmakers, about where he may land. I'd personally like to see him stay with Portland. Um, I don't like this whole move in business just to chase a ring. Um, he's doing very well in Portland. He's been very unlucky with his teammates getting some injuries. So I'd like to see him stick around there and, you know, make a name for himself. Uh, and, you know, have, have a statue built outside the, the was it the Moda Centre now? Moda Centre, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and he's I, just got I, Chauncey Billups a job as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. This yeah. this is where I do wonder if it is again just uh, a bit of a, a smoke screen put up by an agent or something of that nature, um, as as we all know happens, um, because there is a new opportunity for him within Portland. It's it's a new broom, but it, surely he'd want to see how things develop, unless he's already had a meeting and doesn't like yeah. where things are going. You what never you know. Think, what do you think, Paolo? Yeah, I'd say it will say important. I, I thought there was more like a message to the to the GM and and the people upstairs. on the on the yeah upstairs, and yeah, I don't see him go anywhere. At, for the magic, I I'd say that is not the best option, even is if any even if he's a, a very good player. Because we need to de- develop players like Cole Anthony, uh, Markel Fultz, and it's like taking a step too much forward, like against what the Magic are are building in the last like six months or so. So I will not take uh, Lillard, even if it will take us probably to the playoffs. But I'd say that it's better than. They go maybe to to the Warriors or the Celtics or another team like that, but I hope not the Magic. Eh? <laughs> it will be yeah, you're happy to see us big mistakes. You're happy to see us go with a with a patient approach. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, on Lillard though, how many years has he got left in his contract? I'm not sure. He you is, know? Th- he is thirty. My, my issue is he's 30, 31. And you're going to give up a ton to get him. And what are you going to be left with? And you're still at least another year away from getting significant cap space to go and add somebody else to, to with that. 
I don't know. I, I think the patient approach is right for yeah. a market like we're in. Mm-hmm. But, but this is the point, though. If you go I'll back look, to G. the Dwight, Dwight Mayer situation, you know, okay, he had a season left. But if Lillard signed up for two, more, two three more years, they don't have to do anything, the Portland Trailblazers. So why, you know, who's leaking this information to try and force their hand to move it? Always a good question. How many, do you find out, Mike, how many years he's got? He has... I knew he's on a Supermax deal, so there's a lot of money. A, th- looking at this, this is his last year of his deal. Okay, he's, if that's the case, and they so might lose ex- him. So he's expiring the following season. That's according mm. to Spotrack and Hoops Hype. It'll be an uh, interesting that's, no, story. That's not, right. that's not right. He's signed up until 2023-24, and he's got another year after that, which has got player option for $54 million. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. So, so there you, so there I you go. I think I stay in that situation for that money. So according to Hoops Hype, this season he's getting 31 and a half million. No, he's not. He's not. That was last season. 43 million this coming upcoming season. Then he's got two more four years. And then he's got a player option on top of that. So he's still under contract for four more so years. If, if you're Portland, you keep him. You forget all these rumours. You keep him. They've got a decent team. They just need a bit of luck in the playoffs, no injuries, healthy bodies, and you know who knows. They, I think they've they got. To ta- I think the they've line. got to take a risk and and really go out and get somebody of some yeah. significance to pair with him because McCollum's not worked, has it? I think this yeah. is where these these things come up because it is sometimes, uh, as Paolo's just said, a a shot to the to the upper floors to say I'm not happy and I want something doing, mm. um, and if that's one way that you can do it, you you know, your agent or whoever can put that information out that you're not happy and I want some change uh, and I'm happy to go elsewhere. It can bring about some of the momentum that you want within the team that you... And he clearly does love the team in Portland. Yeah. yeah. So, do you want some trivia? Do you want to do a bit of trivia? G's well up for this. I'm Paolo. <laughs> Paolo told me he's ready. Let's well, see, let's see. Okay, I've I've uh, stolen uh, G's format of questions. The f- five clues to to identify somebody. So G, do you want to go first? I don't mind, mate. Oh, I don't mind. It's up to you. Go on then. You go first, then. You can have this one. So I was born on the seventeenth of February, nineteen eighty-four. Hmm. Nineteen eighty-four. Shall I take a stab each time? You can do if you want, mate. Uh, let's go Mike Miller. No, not this one. Okay. I was drafted 57th by the Phoenix Suns in 2005. Oh, my God. Um, Jesus. Um, no, you have to keep going. Okay. Too, yeah. <laughs> I was a German league champion in 2006. German League champion 2006. Yep. Uh, let's go Mario Kassoon. Not this one. No, not this one, mate. And I played for the Magic between 2007 and 2010, wearing number 13. Oh, my God. God, you see, I thought you'd have got this. The jersey one. number, he's straight yeah, on that as soon normally. As I gave you the number, I thought. This I know, normally I am. The 
13. Well, jersey number 13. Shabazz Napier were 13. Amici were 13, but they weren't Until the 2010. Yeah, 2010, yeah. Yeah, seven and ten, seven, 2007 to 2010. Any idea, Paolo? Oh, yeah, I got no, it. I got it. I got all. it. Is it Marcin Go Gorta? It Do is. Yeah. 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 Your, final, your final clue, mate, was going to be I hail from Gdansk and is known as the Polish Hammer. Yeah. Oh, well done. That was a good one. <laughs> okay, yeah. mate. All right. So, Paolo, this one's yours. This one's yours. Okay. I was born on the 25th of February in 1995. Okay. I have an idea. Maybe 1995. Uh, Isaac, I'd say it's... Uh, He's too young. I see 1996 for Isaac. So go on, <laughs> go on, <Okay>. please. <laughs> I am I am a league champion in both Spain and Greece. Spain and Greece. Uh, wasn't his own. No, wasn't just in in Barcelona. So also in Greece. Uh, Jerry and Grant? No, no. I wore both number 23 and number 8 in Orlando. Ennis, James Ennis. No, it's, no, no. it's, it's over. No. Uh, oh, it's Mario Zonia. Right. It's it is. You got it on yeah. the second clue and didn't get Yeah, I, I didn't know no, he, played, no. he played in Greece. I, I knew he played in Barcelona, but I didn't know he played in Greece. He's, yeah, he's I think he plays for Panathinaikos now. He does, oh, he okay. plays for him now, yes. Yeah. 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 Nice one, mate. So nice one. <laughs> okay, this one uh, is for you, Mikey. Stitch me up. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I think everybody's got a chance of getting these. Um, I was born on June the 20th in ni- 1985 in Yugoslavia, but my birthplace is now Serbia. Gee's looking like he knows it already. <laughs> I think so. Go, next one. Okay. I was drafted at number two by the Detroit Pistons in 2003. Oh, um, oh Darko It is. Ahead of Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch. Uh, the other clues I was going to give you is I joined the Magic in 2006 as part of the trade for Kelvin Cato and the Magic's 2007 draft pick. Played 110 games for the Magic in my one and a half seasons with the team. And I played at centre and wall 31. So, Paolo, this one's for you. Okay. Um, I was born on February the 10th, 1984, in the USSR, but my birthplace is now in Georgia. Not an easy one to start with. Mm. Not really. (laughs) Um... I, I am a Turkish League champion from 2001. Mm. Georgian was like, uh, Zaza Pashulia was from Georgia. Yeah. Well done, well done mate. <laughs> You're on fire. <laughs> well done. Wait, I've got um, drafted in 2003 at 42 by the Magic. Played 59 games for the Magic in my one season, 2003 to 2004, wearing 27 at the centre position. And I am a two times NBA champion with the gold, with Golden State, and rules have been changed due to my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I hate that guy. 
Yeah. And uh, right, I, I, re- I was, I, I had originally written that one for you, G, yeah. knowing that you really do like him. But instead, <laughs> I went for this guy for you, mate. So, okay. Was born on the 5th of April, 1980, in Yugoslavia, but my birthplace is now in Croatia. Okay, keep going. I was drafted at number 41 by the LA Clippers, but the Magic acquired my rights and for future considerations. 1980, 41, good God. Yeah, keep going. I was a German league champion in 2004 and Turkey in 2009. That doesn't help. (laughs) (laughs) I played for the Magic between 2004 and 2006. On 406 from Croatia. God. It's not the one I said before, is it? It is. <laughs> Mario Kassoon. <laughs> My God. It is, pal. Well done, mate. Your final clue no. was going to be number 41. Three games. Yeah, wearing number 41 at the centre position. Yeah. Nice one, matey. Nice one. Yeah. Very good. So. You must have been uh, sweating then when I said Kassoon on the first one. Mate, I thought, <laughs> I thought I'd actually come up with a really good one for you. And I, you thought, Mario Kassoon, are you really joking me on this one? <laughs> okay, Mikey, final one. Go on then. I was born on, the Mar- on March 19th, 1979. Okay. On the second one. Okay. I was drafted 16th by Sacramento in 2000. Got it. Hedo. Well done, go. mate. Thought you'd get that one. No. Thought you'd get no. that one nice and easily. See, I didn't stitch you up at all. No, you didn't. Very nice. <laughs> I just don't it like was being very put nice on. To you. I'm like you. I don't like being put on the spot because you get the old <laughs> monkey symbols going on, don't you? <laughs> Bra- and brain farts. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> there we go. So that's that's it for this week. That's it. So for the latest news. Please follow Orlando Magic UK on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube by searching for Penny for Your Thoughts and visit our website, which is the OrlandoMagicUK.com. And shameless plug if you are shopping, please click off our affiliate links on the website, etc., uh, for a 10% discount um, as it helps us do what we do. So we really appreciate it. Paolo, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, it really has. And yeah. keep, keep going with the, the Italian side of things, mate. Of and course, of course. Of once course. again, we have to finish by saying congratulations, mate. Uh, I honestly feel that we lost to the better team. We, we were thank outplayed you. for most of the game. So <laughs> well played. We we can be big in defeat, mate. So well done. Thanks, mate. Mike, Thanks, mate. Mikey, G, pleasure as always, guys. And until next time, go magic. Go magic.